like a, a, a rolly chair. <laughs> you just, not rolly chair. What are these called? Yeah, a wheel. A, a chair with wheels? Or a chair that swivels. A swivel chair. Swivel chair. And you, you try to stay focused, but... Uh-huh. Uh, it levels you the next, to the other direction. Yeah, yeah. you try to stay in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're just mm-hmm. talking about our seating arrangements here at Talking Texas Forever. Friday Night Lights Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. <laughs> We're discussing Season 1, Episode 15, Blinders. Original air date, February 7th, 2007. Written by Bridget Carpenter and Carter Harris. And directed by Stephen Kay. After their first thrilling victory in the playoffs, the Panthers feel invincible. Until Mac McGill makes racial statements that test the team's bond. Tammy worries about Julie's new friendship with Tyra. Uh, don't we all? <laughs> I guess I'm not worried about it. Well, you could, I mean, you also know what happens. I do. Yes. <laughs> the four words to describe this episode that I gave you last week were punishment, apology, return, and trust. You were right on the money with punishment for Tyra mm. and Julie. Yeah. Uh, I was LOLing, LOLing, LOLing <laughs> at return. <laughs> what did I predict for return? Voodoo. Oh, voodoo. <laughs> voodoo Tatum's coming back. No, but you know what? It would have been a, f- like a not a fulfilling episode but like it would have been a fun interesting episode if this was the one that voodoo would come back to you know what i'm saying yeah not a good situation yes uh-huh. uh but return was for of course street street at school and punishment was for tyra and julie apology return uh and trust trust really had to do with um not only julie gaining the trust back of her parents but now can tyra trust her mom or buddy or buddy I don't know. Buddy is not a very trust- trustworthy person, in my opinion. No. And I don't know him all that well at the moment. Right. Let's start with apology. What What apology, though? Yeah. It's not really an apology. Oh, my gosh. All right. This, this, is, this is so frustrating. It's so frustrating. But, super heated. But we. it's something that you need to talk about. Yeah. So after the Panthers win against the Mavericks, one reporter is in the locker room talking to Mac. The topic of race and hazing at another school is brought up and the integration of how at Dillon this was late to the game. So two reporters say that uh, questions their lack of black quarterbacks and they question why Smash isn't a quarterback because he played quarterback when he was on the JV team. Right. right. And Voodoo was a quarterback. Right. But and he then, left. But he left. But of course, as we know, it was nothing to had nothing to do with race. Right. But that's not what people are going to suspect. Right. So Matt gets flustered and tries to highlight Smash's running ability and fearless nature suits him better for running back. However, it comes across him saying that he's not suited for quarterback. And then the reporter asks if white players are inherently smarter. And (sighs) Mac says, if you want to put it that way, you could. Right. And then the answers were so poor. So bad. And, And compares the black players to dogs junkyard dogs because they'll just go after right and it's almost like they're not using their brains i mean this is so awful he also didn't fucking use his brain but exactly he didn't and he did the whole if you want to put it that way but i didn't mean it that way right and that's his like excuse for the entire episode like i'm sick of this i'm sick of apologizing over something i didn't mean it's like well you could have chose much different words and that you wouldn't have been in this predicament but you are an idiot. <laughs> right. Sorry. So Coach has to pull him out of this interview. Now everybody is talking about this and the town thinks Max should be fired. And the players of the team, at first, no one's taking real offense to this. Right. Including Smash. If this was 2022, he would have been out oh. in seconds. And like Waverly says, if he was at UT, he would be out. That's it. Right. They're, they don't tolerate that. Right. So Coach tells Mac he needs to issue a public apology or he risks of being fired. So Mac doesn't see the need to do this. He doubles down and pretty much he goes on record saying like, well, before he makes the apology, like what's done is done and I don't really need to make an apology. It doesn't matter. It's not going to change it. And coach is like, I didn't ask you to do this. Like You are, I'm ordering you to do this. Right. So when Mac finally decides to make his apology, he's doing this on television and most of the team is at the diner when this is mm-hmm. happening. So he uses the classic, I'm sorry if anyone was offended type of speech, right. which right. is such a load of bullshit. Right. And that's all, the only thing you're not supposed to say in an apology is like, I'm sorry if you interpreted it this way. 
making that person feel like they were gaslight like gaslit into you feeling a certain way like no you said this right take responsibility for your actions right but he's i'm sorry if the way i said it offended you right but i said it and i didn't mean to offend you but you're not apologizing for that you're not and it was like a two-second apology it, it was such a, a if you can call it that and there was no sincerity no behind like it. not like i'm deeply like i i fucked up i'm stupid i don't i didn't know what to say i take it back Nothing. None of that. So this creates a divide, obviously. Very quickly. Yeah. And the <laughs> Tim and the players <sighs> don't understand the reason for the outrage. And and the black players are like, no, this is a problem. And this is where Waverly says, Smash, if you don't see the issue here, how do you, how can you not? Yeah. Because Smash is like, you know, I don't want to really, I don't want to do this. I just right. want to play football. I want to get into school. I want to get a scholarship. I don't want to make this an issue but ultimately like you're a black person you need to stand up and make this an issue because it is everyone around you is upset right and you know and he keeps saying like i've been through so much because and i totally get that we get it but yeah. you gotta as she says take off your blinders right like, when are you gonna realize that this is so much more than what you're making right so Matt tries to talk to Smash at work, trying to b- build a bridge to this gap. And he says that he doesn't agree with it. And Smash at first is like, it's Let it cool. go. It's fine. I'm not going to deal with it. You shouldn't worry about it. Right. Right. I, much respect, Matt. Much respect. But then Tim tries to come to talk to Smash. No which We already <laughs> know these two buttheads. They don't like each other. But his approach is, Smash, you calm your boys down. And I'll calm my boys down, okay? No. This was so... I absolutely oh. <laughs> hated this because the person I see Tim is not that person. Yeah. And I mean, Anthony was watching it for like five seconds when we were watching it together, but he's like, this would have never like Tim would not, this would not happen today. Like Tim would just would not that. I don't know how Tim ends up. Right. Like I'm, I'm just assuming all these good things happen to him and that he is a good natured person, but this you're, but also, you're born and bred into a certain s- status, if you will. And he's I a white think boy. he's a white boy. Mm-hmm. He plays football. He doesn't know or is also ignorant to it because as a high school kid, you are. Yeah. And he's like, I don't get what the big deal is. Like you talk to your friends. I'll talk to my friends and just keep them in check. Okay. Like it, we're, we're a team. We should be a team. It's like, well, it's so much bigger than that, Tim. Right. And it will. I'm hopeful one day he will see that. Right. Hopefully one day soon, but I don't know about that. Yeah. Ugh. In Smash's life, his family and his mom are searching for a new house. They go look at this gorgeous <gasps> house. They and, would love to be there. And Corinna, she, at first, she's like, I shouldn't even brought you guys here, but we'll put a bid in. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to get anyone's hopes. <laughs> right. So they think they're approved for the loan, only to find out that the bank took it back. And it's like, is it because she's a single parent or is it because she, you know, clicked and checked that box of what race mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. And Smash gets upset by this, demands to talk to a supervisor when they're at the bank. And his mom says, stop, breathe, keep calm. Don't do what everyone is expecting, they're expecting you to you. do. They're all watching you. And all she gracefully walks out and thanks and them for like, their time. And he's like, you're right. And they walk out. Yeah. Yeah, it was just was so many factors because this this had already happened. Right this was out in the open now. And so he was becoming more and more aware of the fact that this is a problem. He should contribute to trying to like right the wrongs of these people, which is like, it's on his responsibility, but like just stand up for what is right. And also just to be, just to admit and open to the fact that there is racism in Dylan. Right. You need to, you guys need to be aware of this actually admit that this is something that's happening yeah all the time yeah and it's something that everyone sweeps under the rug but the fact that this coach who is coaching the me and all of these other kids this is not okay like this is the the straw yeah the final straw because you should be respecting i'm i play for you you should be my coach you should be teaching me a lesson and this is not the lesson these kids should be having here yeah and coach taylor well, we'll yeah. talk about that. The whole school is 
now there's even more of a divide. It was the whole thing. Tammy's so upset about this. She tries to hold an open forum for discussion Ugh. and it just spirals and people try to speak their minds and things get super heated. She shares with Eric her feelings and he tries to comfort her. This should have been absolutely 100% mandatory to go to. Well, when she goes to Eric in the beginning and says her idea of what she wants to do and she says, can you tell the team about it? No one from no the one team t- showed no up. Came. Smash came late, but the, no one else was there. Oh, there may be a few kids. I don't I don't know. A and few of the black kids, I think, were from the team, though, right? Right. But why wasn't anyone else from the team? Like, why no, didn't Coach they all should have been there. make them go? Why wasn't he there to support Tammy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, right. And I, we were talking off mic, like, Tammy needed a few people. Yes, she, she did. She, while she could have led this, she needed people to be there and support her and show like, yes, we're all here together for you kids. And if something were to come about, they could protect, they could, everyone right. could be protected. Cause you know, this poor woman's in the middle of all these kids fighting each other. Right. And she's like, what do I do? Like I would be afraid for my life, like getting smacked from whichever way something could happen. And of course you don't hope that it's going to turn to violence. Of course but not. again, in solidarity, like how come no other teachers showed up? Right. And That's I, bullshit. And even though she goes home at night and coach says, I'm so proud of you. You're what we aspire to no, be. Screw you. Where were you? You weren't there. You Why were not there supporting. weren't you there? And where was your kid? And where is your kid? Your kid should know this too. Your kid should be respectful of everyone sitting there and hear what everyone has to say. You should have made it mandatory. Yeah. Big, big issues. Mm, I have a lot of with that. Yeah. So then Smash goes to Mac to try to clear the air. And Mac continues oh my, to be was, defensive, I to slap the telling Smash how he perceives people is none of his business. He needs to save his dialogue for his mama. He's so sick of this, too. I'm so sick of this. And the fact that, you know, he's been there for 27 years. He doesn't need to hear and be interrogated by a teenager. And if there's any more whining, Smash or anybody else will be on the bench. Which, first off, you do not have that. You can't do that. Coach would make that. Coach makes that decision. Mm. But, like, Smash was... I don't know what this conversation would have been, but I'm assuming Smash just said, hey, let's clear the air. I have something I want to say to you. You can say whatever you want back to me. But that wasn't even a question because Mac is just guilty Right. And defensive because he doesn't want to face the reality of that he's a racist son of a bitch. And also he screwed up. <laughs> and he screwed up and he did a lame ass apology. So he he he's not apologizing to the kids that he coaches or anyone else for that matter. But like this is you like if Smash has been on since JV, I don't know if he was his coach then, but you've known these kids since they were young and now you're going to watch them grow up and you coach them. What kind of example are you setting? You won't even speak to him. You're not even respecting him. And it also just bothers me that Coach isn't taking more of a stand. He should have I mean, done McGill something else. is 100% a son of a bitch in this episode. Yes. But Coach pissed me off, too, because he, you're because he's not saying anything. He's not saying anything, and that's the problem. Right, and that's always been the problem, right? Yeah. You don't speak up for what's right. And Coach he he's not doing it because he's strategic about it i think he's like i can't say anything because i am the coach and i am a white guy and i can't say anything because i don't have the right to say anything but But no you certainly do you certainly have something to say you know and him as a privileged white male is looking at it like oh mcgill didn't mean what he said i know he's not a racist but, but you just need to make an apology and we'll continue on because Absolutely. of playoffs. And it's like, well, there's life no. bigger than football that's exactly. happening here. Yeah. So after all of this, Smash <laughs> takes some action. He attends and I think organizes a meeting at the church. And I think that's what the slow-mo with the keys. <laughs> it was a strange scene, but whatever. Waverly gives him the keys. Yeah, like you guys have a safe place here to talk. And here you can gather. So he gathers with players on the team. With Waverly's help, like we said. So at practice the next day, Matt tries to talk to Smash again. And Smash is like, I'm not in the mood for this. Mm -hmm. He's fired up. He's fired up. So they go to do warm-ups. McGill is leading, blows the whistle. They all start jogging. jogging, But Smash and the black players stay back and protest. Take off their helmets and walk off the field. Awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. I wish we were at this point in... 2006 or whenever you know even watch 2007 watching it where some of the other players could have been like you know what i'm on your side i'll come and stand with you and take my helmet off and i'll walk off the field 
because I support you and I love you and you're my brother. Like at that point, I wish Matt walked off with them. And same out of everyone like Matt. He is a follower. Right. So I but he in deep down, like he was the only one who was saying what was right. Like, you know what, man, I I really don't agree. I hope, you know, I'm on your side. Like, I love you. But I think it will take him a minute to kind of be like, oh, right. No, I fully understand what's going on here. And I have to make my decision of what I believe in and take action and take an action. And I, I would like to see them take, I would like to see them take initiative, but uh, maybe they will next week. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we, this, I was saying to list off Mike that this episode, next week's episode, like pair they together. pair together. Action needs to take place. <sighs> and I won't spoil for how it's going to, obviously, but right. this is a very frustrating episode, even though it does discuss the real topics. Right. And I appreciate yeah. the direct creators and the writers for that going they there. took this topic. Yeah, and they're continuing to do it next week. That it, it's just it's a real, a real life situation, right? And regardless of you know what city, state, wherever you are, racism is is a very real thing. So they took this and they shed a light on it, which I super appreciate. And it's just it's frustrating. I wonder like how this is all going to play out because I obviously clearly, guys, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I look forward. And I hope like justice is served I don't, somehow. I watched next week's episode and I don't even know if I'm happy with what yeah. has happened. Because I have a feeling we're, there's not going to be a, a perfect solution here. Well, there can't be. There, ne- there, there never will be unless right. a lot of other factors take it into place. But uh, yeah, I don't know if at the end of the day, if we're going to get the solution that we need, like the the real the goals that we're going towards yeah, like plus, i don't i don't and know plus, if that's like, happen. something like this isn't just solved overnight and right exactly it's not a quick a quick fix this yeah. is something that takes a long time to kind of develop and hope that people grow and change and have the discussion and keep it right going. and this is something that should be discussed more than one time with a couple of kids right like i much respect to tammy for trying trying she she was the only one her and Matt are the only ones that are trying to well, just to understand, right. and just the lack of support is real bad. Yeah, it really sucked. And I, and while I know we need these episodes, it sucks to watch people hurting. No, of course. I mean, we did have some light in this episode. Let's go to return the so, football. So Jason comes back to school, and he gets a pretty warm and normal welcome, but he's struggling a bit, mm-hmm. especially in biology when. They're dissecting frogs, which, do you remember doing this? Yeah, Sam did the whole thing. I just sat there and froze. You know what's crazy? Which is so funny because she's like the one who... Well, (laughs) Sam, my sister, we're both vegetarians. I loved this. Sam loved it too. I took zoology and I got to dissect snakes and what else did I dissect? Frogs and something else. Other animals. I just love seeing the insides of how things work. How things... How animals how everything is integrated i'm not a squeamish person but i remember then her like just taking over me being like okay do whichever you want i loved it and frogs were my favorite animal yeah i know i I wonder what how you would have been in um in college taking like uh, anatomy and physiology and you had to dissect a fetal pig no. Oh, well, I'll never get the smell of formaldehyde out of my nose because of that fetal pig. Yeah. For the in- half a semester, you literally dissect the same pig. It's disgusting. Wow. So yeah, that um, I couldn't eat. Di- I remember coming home. I was like, I can't eat dinner tonight. <laughs> my mom would be like, what? Like, hey, mom, just really don't feel good. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> just like this, the smell, just the smell. I remember the smell. It's a not a pleasant and smell. And you would have to pin the frog. Yep, you have to pin legs. it down because they would curl in. Yeah. Same thing with you the fetal pig. You them. It's disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> Jason's struggling with this and he's determined to take part because the teacher says in the beginning of class, both people have to do this. And so then the teacher comes over, Mr. Ertz, and Ertz. says, <laughs> you can just observe. That's all anybody's expecting. <sighs> Not the right choice of word. Another one who doesn't know how to speak to people. Yeah. You need, you could have said, you know what, Jason? Just do your best. That's it. That's all I'm asking of you. That's it. But Jason's (laughs) determined. So then Herc takes Jason out to learn how to drive. And Jason asked Herc if anyone was ever weird when he first came out and 
from being out of rehab and how do we get back to normal life? And Herc tells him, hey, listen, your normal life is never going to be normal again. And high school is definitely not normal. It's not normal, especially for people like us. And he was, and Herc even said, like, sometimes I wish I was back at the hospital. Yeah. Being in the real world sucks and people treat you differently. And then, you know, right. going back, you feel more at ease and comforted. But it's where you're, you're, it's like after that accident, that was the comfort space. Yeah. And that's all you know. So let's go back to that. Right. But then Herc invites Jason to tryouts. I knew this was going to A training happen. camp in Austin for the National Quad Rugby Team. And it's two weeks long. And so Jason, of course, is thrilled at this opportunity. We're thrilled. Yes. Yes. Uh, Lila confides in Jason asking if she thinks if he thinks she's a spoiled snob. <laughs> this is before he shares uh-huh. his news. He doesn't deny it, obviously, <laughs> but then shares his news about the training camp in Austin. It's two weeks. And she's so taken aback and she's like, what do you mean? What about our plans? What about school? And he's like, I'm so close to finishing. I can get my GED. Right. And also it's two weeks. Right. It, it's fine. But uh, who's to say he, I mean, I have a feeling he's going to get on the team, but who's to say he does and then he'll be back home. Right. And know? and listen, this is something for him to work towards. Right. There's four spots available. If he gets one of the spots, he's Beijing bound. That's amazing. It's That's so cool. Incredible. That's it's awesome. So cool. Punishment, which you were so good at predicting. <sighs> I'm surprised these two are still, they're yeah. still chummy, but I'm liking it. Julie and Tyra have become very close, so close that they're skipping class together, and Tammy finds out. She's not happy with either one of them, and so gives them the punishment, which is to play in the powder puff game. Mm. And to make this punishment worse, Matt and Tim are the coaches, and Landry is the ref. Ugh. So when they get to... It's not tryouts. I feel like it's what this, is this? T- this town is all about football. Why did the boys have to teach them how to because play football? Because they're the football team. I get that, but the girls. I mean, some of them should know how to play football. So I it's mean, like they- let's get our two big players from our Panthers, right. and have them be the coaches. So teams are getting chosen. Ah, 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 Julie ah. gets upset because Matt picks Tyra first because he's an idiot <laughs> and picks her third. What is wrong with him? Okay. So did he want to pick her first and just felt like, felt are they going to make fun of me for picking my girlfriend first? Or is she going to, is that like a week of me? Like what is, what was the I don't know. thought process? And then afterwards he's like, I'm an idiot for not picking her first. It's like, well, why didn't you just do it? Right. Yeah. He would immediately He talks to first. Landry about this and he's like, I shouldn't have picked her third. Now she's going to hate me forever. Unless he really thought that Tyra was like the best player. Like, no, I, I need Tyra so. on my team. I think, I think he didn't know <laughs> what he was doing. And when he confines in Landry, Landry's like, oh, no, you just, you just got to get those pheromones. Like, you just got to get soap that smells like someone she likes. Like her, her father. Dad. What? He's so funny. It's hysterical. Vic wants to know whose team would you rather be on, Matt or Tim's? I think I would rather be on Tim's. I think only so because too. Tim is a better coach. Yeah. Yeah. But then Matt probably would have the patience to like be okay with me like learning something. I mean, but Tyra was the coach. Essentially. Let's not, not mistake. Tyra was definitely the coach. Yeah. And we see that because as we see practice taking place, Matt's team is no one's taking charge. So Tyra's like, this is not working for me. And Matt ends up asking Julie to be quarterback. quarterback. She's the only one who knows sort of how to play football. <laughs> right. So when she gets home and Eric and Tammy want to talk to her about like, listen, not only is your punishment the Powerpuff game, we got to talk about some other consequences. And she says like, okay, I understand, but I'm just so tired because Matt keeps yelling at me about being quarterback. And Eric instantly changes his attitude. So you're quarterback. All right. That's good. You're right. You learned your punt. You're a, uh, yeah. you're sorry. Right. So, All right. So let's go run <gasps> drills and let's make sure you know what to do and we'll get you going. And she's good. She's good. She's the only one who knows how to play. I mean, she's a coach's daughter. Right. <laughs> so going back to the powder puff tryouts, I guess we'll call it tryouts, even though everyone's going to make the team. I don't even know what to right? call it. What is it? Just like drills maybe. Yeah. I Right. <laughs> But Tyra is upset that Tim picked Lila. 
And then I would be upset if Tim picked Lila too. I mean, I am upset that Tim picked Lila. Right. And it was. Well, he was didn't pick her first, though. He didn't, like second or third. But Tyra's upset about this. Then she tries, Lila tries to make peace with her in the hallway, like, hey, your mom's doing really well. Right. And I think job. she was sort of genuine there. I think she was just trying to, like, make nice because they were doing, like, an activity together. But I don't know. Do you think it was malicious a little bit? I don't. I don't actually think Lila's malicious. No. Do you think she was... It, it wasn't, like, for an, an ill intent, but like she know. should have known... Like She knows Tyra. She knows Tyra is going to be, like, annoyed by that. Why would she, like, receive that well? Like, don't poke the bear. Right. Like, just leave it alone. She do, You guys don't like each other. Right. Stop trying to make it work. Yeah. Tyra goes later that night to pick up her mom from work. And- oh, my God. I was expecting the worst... Right? I mean, doesn't it give you flashbacks to Luke and Ryan going to yep, the car dealership? The car dealership. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for something to be going on there. Nothing's happening yet, but Angela's in Buddy's office, and she's a little flustered the fact that Tyra's there, and she says, I have to work late. I'll get Mindy mm-hmm. to give me a ride. But then Buddy comes in whistling with takeout, like, oh, your mom's doing such a great job, and how are you doing, Tyra? And Tyra's just like, uh-uh, I don't like this. I see something and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So at the game, Tyra's taking all of her anger out as soon as she sees Buddy and her mom in the stands. With, like whispering and talking close. Too close. Too close. And Tyra didn't like that. And so she takes it out on Lila where really Lila has nothing to do with it. I know. You know, your dad's a prick. <laughs> and, you know, it's just you just wanted to punch something. right you know knock her down yeah and that's plus she just doesn't like her anyway she does just doesn't like her and the fact that tim likes her makes it so much worse i get it like any like anyone but her literally anyone but her yeah and And it's her (laughs) she gets in her face and she says you're spoiled and i'm not letting you win this it's just like pointing Point, in the finger face. in her face, which and is this so rude. Sticks with Lila, and that's why she ends up going to Jason to ask him his opinion. But and he doesn't. He doesn't deny it. I mean, I don't know Lila all that well. Would I say she's a spoiled brat? No, because I don't. I haven't seen her on the you know in school or hanging out with her parents all that much. But I can see why other people would think that. I think she's a little naive and she's privileged. She's very privileged. That's the number one. I'll definitely, she's 100% privileged in many ways. And maybe spoiled in the way where she gets everything she wants and never had to struggle like Tyra. Right, right. But I don't think she's spoiled in the sense where she's a diva. No, I don't, she's not a diva. She just, she's just very naive and she doesn't understand people who do struggle. The struggle. She's like, oh, yeah, I guess that happens to you, but I've never had to go through that. And there's so many people out there that like even there could be just like a really nice person and you're like, well, you've never had to like face a hard truth or something or, you know, I mean, the the cheating thing. She yeah, messed up. She, she did. messed up. She did. She's never experienced that type of that someone being so angry and hurt by her actions. Right. And it was a rude awakening. And I hope that she never does it again. But I think she needs to learn a lot of lessons as a kid. She's a young person. Uh, a couple of other favorites from the Powderpuff game. We have Grandma holding up oh Julia's quarterback God. sign and stands. I love that so much. We have Landry Lance as ref. Oh, my God, with Eric. That was so great. Get off my field. What are you doing? Get off my field. Eric laughing. I wonder if he was like actually laughing in real life because like that was he, his a genuine laugh. And then, and then Landry getting in Tim's face after he loses and just love blowing it. the whistle. I loved it. Amazing. It was great. On the Clear Eyes, Full Hearts podcast, they were talking about how Kyle, right, would get like page long monologues and he would tell them, I could do this scene in a, with one look. And then he would just give a look and that would be it. <laughs> I love it. Pretty much saying oh like, yeah, I don't need to do this full page. I don't page. need to say all that. Thing. I'm just, just going to give a look and that will deliver. And they were like, yeah, and it worked. This works. That's amazing. It's a great, it's a great I podcast. loved it. If you guys are not newbies, you should go listen. Yeah, it's to- going to be a while until I listen to that podcast. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to have Lisa. She's one of our Total Betty patrons. She's a newbie to the show. So I can't wait to yeah. hear her and you talk about predictions and her yeah, feelings. Yeah, she's got, she's got a bunch. So. Yeah. Stay tuned. 
Welcome back from break. We are joined by Lisa, our patron. She's a newbie to Friday Night Lights. Lisa, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. This is such a treat because we just spoke with you <laughs> on Three Gossip Girls and now you're here on, on Talking Texas Forever. So that's really exciting. I can't wait to hear your insight. Are you caught up or have you watched ahead? Uh, I'm only caught up. And I oh. did watch it twice. So I watched over the weekend and then I watched it again yesterday just to kind of refresh myself on everything. Nice. Yeah, this You're is, a pro. This uh, <laughs> was a heavy episode, but an important episode to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, definitely wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's it was really a good episode. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Vic sent over some rapid fire questions for <laughs> you. So let's start. Tim or Jason? Jason? Sorry, I'm not on the Tim Reagan strain. That's okay. okay. Tyra, Tyra or Lila? Tyra, she's growing on me. Okay, I'm happy to hear that. Landry and Tim friendship or Julie and Tyra friendship? Landry and Tim. Okay. Sailor or the Taylors? <laughs> Taylors. Taylors. Who would be the perfect boyfriend? Uh, Coach Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one around our age. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Who would you want as a best friend? Matt. Mm. That's a good one. What friendship would you like to see? Um, I think I'd like to see more of Landry and Tim. Um, yeah. I think I like that pairing, so I would like to see more of that. I don't know that there's anyone that we haven't really seen interact that I'm excited to see interact. So. I know. I feel like we got most excited about them. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. so excited for that pairing. I wasn't expecting it. And when I saw it, I was like, this is what we needed. I didn't Absolutely. know this is what we needed. <laughs> if you were to be on Friday Night Lights, who would you want to be? Probably Julie. I'm not a Lila or a Tyra. So I think she's the next option for me <laughs> mm-hmm. like that's what you said right yeah. like julie well in you said you're a mix of julie and tim i mean when i also love tammy and i could see a lot of myself in tammy but if i was thinking like me younger in high school right. i was definitely more like julie yeah. yeah for sure so as a series what are you thinking of friday night lights so far what do you think of it as a teen drama i really like it um i think it's different from the other ones um which is good because it gives us something you know different it doesn't have as much of the same formulaic things that we saw especially going from like the oc to gossip girl we saw a lot of the same tropes happening over and over like oh i know what that pairing is i know what's gonna happen (laughs) next and i don't get that which is good um there's you know some things that happen that you can kind of expect like we expected tim and lila to happen about instantly so um, but I think it's really good. I'm enjoying it. Good. Do you have a favorite character at this point? I think Matt, if I had to pick one of the kids, otherwise it's definitely coach and Mrs. Coach there. Yeah. And maybe that's because I'm older now. It's the same with the OC. Like I was always team Seth, but now I'm very much more Sandy and Kirsten. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still don't really love many of the kids. I don't dislike Tim as much. Uh, I just, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a crush on Tim, I guess. <laughs> That's, okay. That's okay. You can have him, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share him with Michelle. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> what do you think of Julie and Matt? I like them, but it's going to, it's going to go away. I just expect it's going to. Okay. Um, I think last week she had a right to be angry with him, but I feel like this week she's, I know she's what, 15 maybe. So she's acting like a 15 year old. So I'm not surprised, but mm-hmm. I also feel like she's being a little dramatic on it. Like he didn't do anything last week. He went to the thing, he did pictures, but it's not like he did anything. So she's, 
just kind of he lied led. he lied so yeah. i think she's being a little bit dramatic and i can see this continuing and mm. not going especially the more she hangs out with tyra mm-hmm. i can see yeah that kind of starting to taint her opinion of football players, even though we know Matt's not a normal football player. And then it's just going to go downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Would you have gotten upset if you were chosen third and not first? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she didn't want to be there to begin with. She was frustrated that he was there. And then she was frustrated that he didn't pick her first, but she wasn't talking to him. It's the dramatic part, but yeah, I think I I would not have been upset. Liz, would you have been upset? I'm trying to put myself in those shoes now. And like, I know Randy probably wouldn't pick me on purpose. Yes. You know, like he would be messing with me and not pick me. Right. Um, But in high school, if I had a boyfriend and, he didn't pick me first. Yeah, I might have been a little mad. I don't know. <laughs> if I was 16, I might have been a little mad. <laughs> I think so, too. Vic wants to know, do you think Julie will give Matt a second chance? What do you guys think? I mean, you both are newbies. I mean, are they still in a relationship? Would you consider them still in a relationship, Lisa? She did um, walk away crying from him, but I still can see them as like girlfriend, boyfriend. I think they're still together. I think they're just fighting a bit right now especially yeah. since they just announced last week that they were boyfriend girlfriend and now they're fighting of right if you could um, call it that because it right. was like am i your girlfriend he's like i don't know are you like yeah <laughs> the so typical man really but i'm sure something will happen and she'll get angry again and it'll be i think it'll start turning into this back and forth that it'll go down now do you think they're end game, Lisa? Was that you're gonna, gonna ask? ask that yet? No, I don't think they're you don't. End-game. There's a part of me, obviously, that feels that they are, and then there's a part of me that feels they could completely end like after this season or even after high school or something like that. Yeah, I feel like I should probably be thinking about who is end game because every teen show has a couple that they introduce in season one that ends up being end game. Mm-hmm. So I guess if there mm-hmm. is one. They probably are the one because I do not see Jason and Lila. I don't see Tim and Lila. So maybe it is them. It's not Tim and Tyra. So no, who knows? maybe no. Jason and Lila will get together and they will run off into the sunset. Mm. You know, the fact that you just said every teen drama has that couple that we meet season one, that's Endgame, and that never clicked for me. <laughs> Isn't that the most ridiculous thing? Mm. Liz, are you making that face because you agree with me or because you're like, Michelle, how could you not? No, I'm just thinking about like all the shows that we've podcasted about and I'm like trying to remember who else yeah. is Endgame. It's true. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. so far. So far. We have so to far. finish two shows, but yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Okay. So obviously I won't say my piece because <laughs> I do know. I do know who's Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Kim says, I like how this show is not afraid to tackle real issues. Mm. Do you think Coach Mack will resign due to the players refusing to play? That was one of my questions I had for you was what was going to happen to him? Was he going to be suspended, resign, or is he going to get fired? I don't. I hope he just bye-byes. I'm annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, I hope he will continue coaching on the Panthers. I think he will either be suspended and never come back. Or they'll make a scene out of firing him and kind of make an example out of him. Um, right, right. I don't know that he will resign because he didn't even want to do an apology. And the apology he did do was so just bare minimum of anything. So I don't think he'll resign. But I don't think he'll continue to coach. Right. Like, I wonder if he were, like, I doubt he'd be offered another type of position now. You know, like if they're not if they're if he's not playing uh, coaching the Panthers, he's not going to be coaching anywhere. At least I'd hope that that's the case, because I would hope other places and other schools aren't tolerant of his behavior. But I I don't know, maybe he would just retire or something. He seems on a little bit of the older side, a little bit older. (laughs) I I could see him going to another school and being like head to head against the Panthers Mm. and 
some, whether it's state or whatever it is, and going to one of those schools, because they talked about that they were, were going up against an all white school. Right. At the next game, I think. So I think there oh. are probably in this universe, other schools that aren't integrated mm. that might hire him on and not worry about what he said and worry more about what kind of a coach he was. And then Good they point. might go head to head just to kind of mess with Eric as well. Right. Yeah, that's a great happened, point. But... I didn't catch that they were playing an all white school next yeah. game. So, okay. What did you think about how Coach handled things this episode? I, it kind of bothered me the fact that he didn't do enough and he didn't attend Tammy's forum. And it I thought there was a lack of support. Go to the forum. Yeah. Um, I think. I think he's in a uncomfortable position between his players, his coach and Tammy. And maybe, maybe he felt if he went, he was saying taking a stance against his coach, but I still think he should have gone to support his wife. So I didn't mm-hmm. like right. that. Um, yeah. Right. I, I liked how he made him apologize, but he did kind of brush it off at first. So I think he kind of waffled a little bit until Tammy was like, no, like this is serious. And then people were talking about more and he's like, okay, yeah, this is serious. Like we can't just, you know, brush it away, which is great. Um, But he could have done a little better and gone to the forum. Yeah. I think that's always going to be his issue. Like I'm don't, I know what's right, but am I going to do what's right? And then I have my wife on my, like, you know, pushing me and I have the kids to think about and I have the other and like, I'm also the coach. I am the coach of this humongous football team that everyone cares about. So he doesn't want to like ruffle any feathers because he doesn't want the game to be jeopardized. But it's like, this is bigger than the game. This is way bigger. You have a racism issue right in front of you a coach that you work with and that you have made your number two or whatever so and they've always had like a little bit of a bad Mm -hmm. connection like they don't respect each other so if i was i'd be like you know what fuck you bye you don't respect me i don't respect you you obviously don't respect my kids so goodbye you know right yeah for sure (sighs) will wants to know what do you predict the outcome for this protest to be lisa (laughs) i think it's gonna cause more issues between the two parts of the team then between the players that are playing and the players who now aren't Mm -hmm. um it'll cause mac to probably be terminated and I think it's going to be difficult when they start playing again. I would like to say that the rest of the Panthers would come on board and be like, no, they're right. We shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But I have a feeling that that's not the route that they'll go. And I think that it's going to cause more issues and it might actually impact like them going, getting to state because they're not going to be playing as a team. Right. Absolutely. So it's going to jeopardize that. I have a feeling that maybe my light prediction Matt is going to be the only one who's going to speak up and say you know guys hey this isn't right we should be supporting our brothers this is our team and they'll like agree but the the root of the issue of racism is not going to be like talked about again like we're just gonna be like all right we're gonna play nice because these are our team members but we're not actually going to like the way you were describing on the top half of Michelle how you felt like it was resolved, but like it wasn't a good resolution. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel it's going to be. Like we're going to resolve it for now and like put a band aid on it, but it's not going to be any type of ideal situation. I mean, it never will be, but I just have a feeling Matt will be the one to start it and he'll kind of get his other teammates to back him up and they will, um, you know, represent and fight for what's right. But I don't think like the other people are going to really make a difference like they're not going to put in a lot of effort sure so i I hope like i hope tim i hope he has a change of heart i hope he's like man i was super racist i'm sorry bro (laughs) it's not gonna happen but uh, we'll see we can hope we can hope yeah i know deep down matt is the only one I can rely on. Yeah. And that's about it. And yeah. Tammy, obviously. And Tammy. 
Right. Lisa, did you have any questions for us before we go into our other segments? Um, I had a couple. One, did your school have powder puff football? Yes. We but did. it was only our cheerleaders that played. Like we no one else was allowed to play, I don't think. And I wasn't a cheerleader, so I didn't play. <laughs> but they we did have it. Yeah, and no, it was like a did. one-time game. That was it. Like this. It was just like a one-time thing. The girls played. I don't know. Is this like sexism? Like, why can't the girls play? <laughs> this is a whole other issue. But <laughs> that is a whole other issue. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like they and they made it out where the girls are like, ah, a football. I'm like, oh, come on. Don't like really like harp on the quintessential I am a girl. I don't know how to play football. I don't want to break my nail getting a football. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But that's besides yeah. the point. But I do think that is exactly the girls that they had playing, which were all the rally girls. Right. Right. I exactly. Think that's all they, you know, it's you had Lila knew how to play and you had Julie who knew how to play. And Tyra was just there to plow people over and do whatever all she the rest were just the rally girls. So it was like, that's kind of right. That's about what I would have expected was that mm-hmm. they were not going to know much about it. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. What else did they have? Um <laughs> So this is really random, but when Herc and Jason were driving around in the truck, their wheelchairs were in the truck bed. And I do not understand how they get in and out of the truck and get their wheelchairs mm. in the truck bed. So I'm really curious how you think that works, because I <sighs> don't understand. And I, they do this all the time on TV, and I'm really mm-hmm. just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> The same exact thing when we were watching tonight, and it only occurred to me, I'm like, wait a second, how do they get out and get their wheelchairs? Right. Right. And I listened to the Clear Eyes, Full Heart podcast with the two actors from the show that I will not name because they end up married and it's a spoiler, but they had the actor on who plays Herc. And they talked about this scene and they talked about what it was like to, did you really get to drive the truck that's meant for integrated with that machinery? (laughs) And he said, yes, we did. But then they didn't go in to further explain the logistics of how you would get your wheelchair out of the truck once you park and how you get in and put your wheelchair in the truck. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I was so focused on other things that that didn't even occur to me that their wheelchairs were in the back and how would they get in and out of the wheelchair and drive? And yeah. Do you think? No, I don't know. Is there a ramp? All right. Does it does Mm -hmm. it like fall out like the back fall out and the chairs like (laughs) fall out on the ground? Like, but how would they get to the chairs? Right. How would they get to the chairs? How would they get to the chairs? Someone please explain. Does someone know? I, I don't know. This is a great question. Because mm-hmm. a friend of mine's sister was in a wheelchair and she had a van, mm-hmm. but it was like a full size mm-hmm. conversion van. And yeah. her wheelchair went up and into the van. And she sat in her uh, wheelchair uh, while mm-hmm. she drove. Right. So I don't know if maybe that's how it worked and just you couldn't see it, all the mechanics in the door. But it was really interesting. On I was just trying to figure out, like, I don't understand how. They're going to get to the back to get their wheelchairs. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was the th- case. And do you think in the truck, in the flatbed, was there quad rugby chairs? No, I think it was their actual wheelchairs. Because they do have different yeah. chairs. Yeah, they have for... different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's it's a such a good question. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that too. There's, there's no answer, but it was just really strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my other question was about what was going to happen to Mac, but since we talked about that one already, I think that's everything. Okay. Uh, music in this episode, we had DMX, The Go Team, Pink, The Gossip, and Susie Quattro. What was your favorite quote? <laughs> so my favorite quote was when Julie came home and they were about to discipline her for cutting class. And then she's like, Matt's yelling at me about quarterback stuff. And coach just goes, wait, Matt Saracen's got you at quarterback? Honey, wait. <laughs> the tone, everything. That was, uh, well, it was perfect. It was cute. It was, it was cute. so cute. <laughs> Liz, what do you have? I have, I was reading up on pheromones and I really think they'll help. 
<laughs> to piggyback off that mine was go out and get that soap and that soap get that soap that your dad like that your dad likes to wear use I don't yeah, oh which I can say is not the appropriate route because my no. father bought my husband cologne, and it was the same cologne that he like my my stepmom bought it for him, and it was when my dad wore. I'm like, you can't wear you can't wear that. That's no, no. It's like an ultimate turn off. Absolutely. Like I am not attracted to that. You like, smell like my dad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I never want Randy to smell like my dad. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. You. Uh, for Coach's Corner, what was everyone's favorite coach moment or Mrs. Coach Mrs. moment? Mrs. Coach. Mrs. Coach all the way. I had a tie. Uh, I like Coach and Julie outside playing football, and he's all excited. Yeah. She's learning the plays, and she's passing to him. But I also really like Tammy when she gets home after the forum, and she's all upset because – it just didn't go well. And she was so broken by how the kids were treating each other. And it's really sad, but it was just, I love that Tammy moment. Agreed. That was, and I love just even her, I love how vulnerable she was. And she, she really felt like she's an empath. She really felt all of the emotions that these kids were feeling. And she, she never intended for that to happen, even though it was likely to happen. Yeah. But she just wanted everyone to, to like talk it out and make peace and she had great intentions so i feel badly that it was like ripped away from her and it ended up in a poor situation but i love that i did like the moment with coach and julie though too and it was sweet. but also it's like well i'm in my element it's football yay i get to talk about football yet again my daughter's interested in football it's like of course yeah <laughs> yeah i know and when Tammy was laying on the couch and she's just expressing how it went down the forum. And I just love Eric being like, I'm so proud of yeah. you and we aspire to be you. Yeah. And totally. I really like that him supporting her there, even though I didn't like that. He didn't show right, like support. he didn't physically support her, which right. he should have, right. but he emotionally was there to support her. Right. Mm. Right. And it's so like, he, ha- it's like an okay half. He, uh, he had a lot of pride this episode. He said he was proud of her. He also started the episode by how proud he was of the team. And I was like, wow, you're just proud of everyone today, coach. Just yeah. everyone's yeah. got he it. He had a good day. <laughs> he had a good day until, until Mac, Mac had to open his, his big fat mouth. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. MVP and shittiest. Lisa, you go first with your MVP. I have Tammy. Tammy oh, Taylor. Agreed. <laughs> you have Tammy too? I also do. I chose Tyra. Oh, Tyra's a good choice. I just liked her on the field. And I also like her taking charge. You know, she's like, Matt, this isn't working. Like, get it together. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, did you pick Tammy for obvious reasons? Like what we just discussed? Because that's yeah, obviously obvious reasons. Uh, with Tyra, and I just thought of it as, do you think Lila really doesn't see what's going on with her dad? Like, is she that clueless about what's happening? Ignorance is bliss, and that is Lila. I feel she is naive until she actually is like physically slapped in the face with reality, and she will not picture it any other way until she physically has to. So I think, she's I think she doesn't see it yet, but she will, and she'll try and avoid it. But it, you can't miss it. Okay. Her dad is mm, scummy. When Scum he, of the earth. When you said like two episodes ago, like, I don't think he's creepy. I was like, oh, no, he's so creepy. <laughs> well, it's like because the reason why I don't I wasn't going to think he was creepy is because other people were vouching for him. Yeah, I like Buddy as a character. He's not as bad as Danny. He's not as bad as Barry. He's not as bad as Caleb. And I'm like, OK, yeah, it doesn't he's mean not he's creep. not creepy. That's it just true. means he's, he's not right. I Dan Scott, you know? Exactly. Um, no, I've always had a bad feeling about him, and I will continue to. The only shred of humanity I saw in him was when he was actually upset that his daughter was being bullied. And, like, rightfully so. You should be upset when your kid is being bullied. Agreed. But he hasn't shown anything else that I feel is worthy, a worthy human human like there's no humanity there (laughs) i mean if you were lila and you're you know playing your game and you look out on the bleachers and you have buddy talking to his new coworker, would you assume anything was going on i don't know if i would yeah but you like the way he's talking to her he's talking very closely to his new female yeah employee 
that he spends late hours with. But would he? How did she know she's doing so well? Did he come home and tell his family right. and wife, like, "Oh, Tyra's mom's doing really well"? That's weird. That is weird. Very weird. Did you think, Lisa, Michelle and I were talking about it, obviously, earlier. Do you think the way Tyra approached, I'm sorry, not Lila, approaching Tyra saying your mom is doing really well at work, did you think that was like a malicious thing? Or do you think she was just trying to make peace, even though it's like you're beating a dead horse at this point? Like Tyra doesn't want to make peace with you? I think it was Lila being very naive and not thinking through what she was doing and just Mm -hmm. saying like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because if, you know, someone had worked for someone in my family and they were told we were doing a good job, like, oh, great. You know, you know that they're been on hard times. You know that there's been trouble there. So saying, oh, hey, they're doing great, I would generally think would be a good thing, but not about Tyra and Tyra's feelings towards her definitely takes another part to it. And it's like, I don't want anything from you. Right. Like, know your audience. I don't want to talk to you. Right. I would give a blue ribbon to Smash's mom. Yes. Seen in the bank when she was like, don't give them that. Look at everyone looking at you. Like, yeah, that was if she was an episode more, I think I would have given it to her. Um, But just that one scene with Smash where she talked him down and was like, you don't want to give them that piece. Don't let them Mm -hmm. make you that junkyard dog. I was like, absolutely. Yes. Agreed. I love that moment, too. Yeah, that was so good. Shittiest. Mac. <laughs> Mac. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. There's uh, no, without a doubt. Across the board, people who sent their shittiest was also Mac. I, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's go into a booster of the week list. Who are we supported by this week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. This week, I have chosen a brand new pledge to the network. Um, her name is Jenny Jennifer, Jenny. and I called you Joyous Jen because so far you left us a review for Three Gossip Girls Pod, which is so sweet, and um, you pledged for the year. So, like, hello, you're with us for the entire year. I don't know what you were thinking. I'm just kidding. Um, we're <laughs> so happy to have you, and we are looking forward to getting to know you more. And we hope that you um, enjoy the final final weeks of three gossip girls and maybe you'll come over for another show so welcome thank you jenny welcome that's quite a commitment right Mm -hmm. committing to (laughs) us all right girls here is the title for next week a look into next game's playbook this is for season one episode 16 black eyes and broken hearts so your four words are you ready Mm -hmm. ready lisa okay Treatment, JV, warrant, and official. Oh, oh. I think official is Matt and Julie. Like, we are official. Girlfriend, boyfriend, there's no funny business. We're (laughs) official boyfriend, girlfriend. Warrant, do you think that's coach? Are we getting a, wait, no, we wouldn't get another warrant for an arrest? Wait, a warrant for an arrest? Are we arresting Smash? Mac or Smash? Ooh, oh. Mac. Well, yeah, Mac didn't do anything illegal. He did something wrong, but he didn't do anything illegal. Right, that's true. Smash on the but other hand. Smash did. How old is Smash? Oh. How old is Smash? 16? I know ages don't mean much, but. They don't I mean know. anything. Is he a junior right now? Mm. JV, junior varsity. All right. JV, junior varsity? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Are we getting a flashback? Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was excited we're going to get a flashback to like Smash and Jason like when they played oh, when I they were see. younger. That's cute. That would have been, been fun, right? But I didn't do it because of no. that. Uh, maybe JV. Maybe. I don't know, Lisa. What do you think? I'm struggling with that one. <laughs> um, maybe someone from the JV team might be coming up to Varsity Squad. Mm, okay. Mm. Maybe, or yeah, I don't know what else JV could be. Unless they're like sending oh. Mac to go back to coaching JV. Maybe, or something. but Jason is going to 
Austin for the tryouts for the national team, right? So maybe he doesn't make the national team. He makes the JV team. Okay. Very good thoughts. Do you think treatment has to deal with race and the, the treatment of them in the town and how they feel they should be treated or how they should be treated, how others are treating them? Or do you think it's like actually like a medical treatment? <laughs> I think probably more towards race. Um, Yeah. Did Smash tell, sorry, just thought of, did Waverly Waverly what had gone on? Because he said like, you know, I was also wondering a lot recently. I can't take Mm -hmm. this on too. And she seemed like she knew what he was talking about. Yeah. She seemed like she knew. Unless I don't. I don't remember, okay. and I've, I'm only watching ahead by one. Okay. So either she he told her in confidence, but as of now, all I'm aware of is that his mom knows, he knows, and obviously, coach. and coach. And maybe, Tammy. Maybe he has to do some sort of a treatment. Maybe he's – I feel like he's already would have it purged from his system at this point, but mm-hmm. maybe his mom's going to make him do something to make sure he stays on the straight and narrow. Mm. Our coach is going to make him do something. What did you guys? How did you guys feel about uh, Smash and Waverly's relationship in this episode? Because we didn't get to see her last week, and when we see her in this week, they're very chummy, like making out in the diner and yeah. lot. Like she was like, "Okay, see you around, Smash," and now she's like, "All right, Smash." Like we're doing this. It seems they have a lot of obvious, obvious sexual chemistry going on there, but. I was like, oh, wow, that was quick. But also they're cute. So mm-hmm. yeah. she keeps them in check. I was fine with it. I just, not the diner, though. That was yeah, like, just wrong. Um, but I think they're cute. I don't know. Maybe they're your end game group. Maybe that it's mm-hmm. Smash and Waverly are going to be end game. Waverlash. Waverlash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I still don't like that name. Yeah. <laughs> it's too oh. hard to say. It's like a jumble. Yeah. Official, I feel like, could be, like, an official, like, a ref or something. Like, for a Mm -hmm. game, would be an Mm -hmm. official that way more than, what do you call them? Matt and Julie. Sailor? Sailor. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's going to be more an official for a game. I don't know what they're going to have to do with anything, Mm -hmm. but that's my feelings. On that. Or maybe like Mac is officially off the t- off coaching or it's official. It may be something to do with football. Like something's official. Yeah. <laughs> These are all really good. These are all really hard. These <laughs> no, like hard you guys ones. really did a great job <laughs> and really touched upon pretty all much the things. all of the points <laughs> and then some. Wait, can I ask when if if this season, but when are we going to find out what's happening more with Waverly? Do you know? Obviously, it hasn't remember. it's not going to come up next week. It's not happening. You've only next watched week. one I will, ahead. What I'll yeah, I'm only watching one ahead. But what I'll do is I'll have that answer for you next week okay. because I'll do more of a a deep dive and I'll All find right. out so I can give you a rough answer. Okay, and Sounds I agree good. with I'm you on this. I 100 percent think that she went off and had a baby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly I think what I convinced. thought when it came up. I, I like, think it was. I think it was Tish that originally thought that, but as soon as she said it, I was like, no, 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 that is it. That is 100% it. That's it. Because you thought drugs. I thought drugs. It's just something. But still, no, I think it's still 100% a baby now. Yep. Oh, my God. But, like, (laughs) where have they been making out? At Corinna's house? Because she's not going to like that. No, I think. So maybe just in in the. And plus, I think she's, I think they're just keeping a distance Ooh, being... do you think she has the baby at home or she gave the baby up for adoption i think she put gave the baby up I yeah think mm-hmm. her parents made her give the baby up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. agree maybe she would eventually try to go back and find it we could do that whole craziness but yes that, her right. parents definitely made her put the baby up for adoption and say we're done Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm so on this page, Lisa. I will. <laughs> same page, I will. Def- I would look it up right now, but my computer is facing. I, I can see all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're She's not got big font. Where I do because I'm blind. Yes. <laughs> okay. Before we end for the evening, we have a Will's football poetry corner. We have a term snaps for Will. Will. 
<laughs> trick play. Coach T called a trick play for Smash to throw a half-back pass to Matt. Matt and Riggins work their tricks to get who they want on their powder puff football team. Landry is trying to help Matt trick Julie to like him with Coach Taylor's pheromones, while Mac thinks he was tricked by the media to make some racially insensitive comments. He wasn't. He's just an ignorant ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will also then included a picture of Texas Christian University's football legend and halfback pass specialist, Ladanian Tomlinson. He threw seven touchdowns in his NFL career as a running wow. back. Nice. Thank you. Good job, Will, as always. Thank you, Will. That was perfect, how he that worked was that perfect. in there. It literally is poetry. So good. He writes it. Poetry. So good. Uh, thank you so much, Lisa. Thank yeah, you for thank joining you guys us. You having me twice. <laughs> I know. So cool. Michelle texts me. She's like, oh, my God, Lisa won again. <laughs> I was like, yes. So Let's fun. do it. Yeah. It's only fair, people. Okay. That's it. <laughs> if you're interested and you are thinking you might want to be a guest on our podcast, this is open to patrons. You can check us out at TotalBettyPodcastNetwork.com. That's our Patreon network. We offer lots of goodies over there. If you're enjoying on Apple Podcasts, you know the spiel. We won't do the whole thing, but please leave us a review. Rate us five stars. It would be awesome. We appreciate you. And thank you to everyone who has. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions tonight. Thank you again, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. It's a pleasure. And we'll be back next week. Oh, my gosh. It'll be March. Oh, that's so what happened. Wild. But we'll be back for episode 16, Black Eyes and Broken Hearts. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Music by Anthony Vacora.